Welcome to Your Coach, Your Money, the show where we educate and motivate uh, professional athletes to make good decisions. And, uh, you know, we're excited to be part of this. And we got the Super Bowl champ, David Tyree, the helmet catch here with us. Yeah, really excited. Dude, like, so one of my coolest experiences, right? And I'll tell you this, David, because you were there. Um, so I brought I brought the kids to camp, to, to Giants camp when it was at UAlbany. And now this is after I retired, right? And David, you were nursing a hamstring issue. You had a hamstring injury, right? Oh. But you had just, the Super Bowl had just happened. So I walked over with all the kids. And now the kids, like kids nowadays, like they just don't know, right? They're, they're just like oblivious, you know? So I walk over and me, me and David dab, right? We're like, we dab it up, we hug. They're like, oh my God, you know David Tyree? I'm like, uh, yeah, like he was like, he was like a lineman for receivers because he would just light people up. <laughs> At Syracuse, like that's what he did. That's why I loved him so much because he wasn't a like, regular receiver. He would just crush people, you know. So the kids got a kick out of it. I appreciate. I took. I took so much pride, maybe too much pride, in actually destroying <laughs> defenses. But yeah, I took more. I definitely took more. Um, had more pride associated with being a football player than being a wide receiver. So it was fun. Oh, we're excited for you to be here today. Um, you know, Matt took me out to Syracuse for the first time, actually, a couple weeks oh, ago. Yeah. We were out there for the Marcus Pryor Foundation fundraiser. And uh, yeah, I got to see, you know, really behind the scenes because, you know, a lot of average people don't get to see what, you know, D1 schools are, uh, you know, big yeah. name schools are. And, and, you know, just the amount of money oh, my that's God. behind, you know, oh, athletics. Oh, 400 nowadays. kids? How many kids showed up? 400 kids? At, at least 400, Yeah. Yeah, he was out. He was out there. He was out there coaching the, the whole line. Is, <laughs> I was sweating. It's oil, oiled up. Um, obviously, so much has changed since our day, and rightfully so. But no, it's, it's well-oiled machine. Lots of ducats, lots of opportunities, and a whole lot of sweat equity that uh, you know these 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 programs and kids have to put place to to do it at a high level. So I was going to ask you about what you got going on. Obviously, you just started your podcast, which is awesome. That's like phenomenal. So you're building that brand, um, you know, and obviously your transition, David, I, I want you to kind of walk me through it because you went from Syracuse to the NFL and, and I know that it took you a while to build up, but talk to me a little bit about that process for you because my goal is to try to educate, you know, young guys and gals on some of the pitfalls about, you know, the transition, you know, and then after after you got done with the Giants. So take, take a couple minutes and tell us that story on, on all the transitions that happened for you. Yeah, it, that, that's kind of what it is. Life is one continuous transition, and I think there's defining um, ear markers. And, and for me, seven-year career was uh, immensely successful, five years of high-level success, Super Bowl champion, and two years of a decline. Yeah. At 30 years old, I'm done. And the biggest part is, okay, what am I going to be the best in the world at? That's the biggest deflating internal experience if you haven't spent time preparing for the day that we all know is going to come, but the day that we don't know when it's going to come. Uh -huh. So, of course, that now happens even at the collegiate level because of some, you know, especially in high level athletics, because of how much our identity is invested in the game. So, I was fortunate to be really sound and stable and faith and family and the things that probably mattered most. And, um, but I wasn't really secure in what I was going to do really well. So, I, about a year and a half floundered around with. My financial advisor at the time, he really didn't have a real plan, you know, like, yeah. and I just had a lot of trust in the relationship. And that was kind of like a, a, a relative failure. Um, and I was able to just take advantage of some of those NFL resources, yeah. uh, programs, and that really landed me in the player development, player engagement space, where I had a good amount of credibility, 
um, as far as, you know, what my experience was like as an athlete, um, now transitioning out and finding out what I was good at and being able to serve the athlete community with, you know, the, the leadership development, total wellness, um, and, and we call it, you know, that career transition piece. So it's kind of three spheres. And, yeah, and then I was with the Giants for six years, NFL for two, and, um, you know, now it's just full-time entrepreneur. So, <laughs> you know, in the middle of that, I've definitely done, you know, I've got a chance to share my story, write a book years ago, more than just to catch um, you've homeschooled seven kids, uh, 15 year stretch of homeschooling. So there's a lot of my life that I haven't gotten really out to start sharing with a lot of um, leadership anecdotes. But this whole transition piece is really rocky without an intentional plan of action right. and a support ecosystem where, where athletes and, and most people in general have similar experiences where you can bounce ideas off of and find your places of uh, impact, aptitude and excellence. Well, you know, I mean, I think you said a lot there, but I really want to hone in on the family piece that you said because your wife is an amazing person, yeah. and, I, and I've known your wife for a long time, and it's like, you know, yeah, <laughs> guys and gals out there don't realize how important it is to have a great family structure, and, yeah. and, and again, having that deep religious background, having that great family structure usually leads to success because eventually when, you know, when you, when you have to fail and you're going to fail... You can always fail and land on that great structure. Yeah. And, right? Yeah. Yeah. And something David said at the beginning is, is, you know, you have to mentally prepare for each transition that you go through. Yeah. You know, it, you can't retire right. from a career if you're not mentally prepared for it. It's very yeah. hard to do. I mean, we see clients do that all the time just in everyday right. life. Right. They just retire and they weren't ready. Yeah. You know, you know, because they didn't build up the social network. They didn't build up maybe the other activities or other jobs or passions that they had. And they just stopped a 30-year habit. Right. You and, know? With and <laughs> that's that's a tough thing. You know, Mark always busts my chops. And again, I love teaching. It's like trying to move out of that domain. Well, what am I going to do during the day? You know, like, I love strength training and I love helping. And, you know, it, it's just transitions are tough. But again, like, I, I want our audience to understand that, you know, David has a tremendous amount of toughness. And and he's a, a really great human being. And, and, I, and I know that it's easy to, to forget that, you know, someone did something great in their life and that's what defines them, but it's not, it, you know, it's all the things around them that define them and all the things they affect, you know, right. and that's, that's coming from Charles Way, you know, Charles Way taught me that back in the, with the Giants, right? He, he was all about community engagement, which community engagement aside, David, you know, I want to make sure I, I shout out to Mark because he does all of our philanthropy. So we work with a ton of charities and we try to give back, and I know you do too. So I just wanted to know a couple that you're really engaged with. Yeah, sure. I mean, I've, I've been on a board of Children of the City for over 15 years, which is a, a very, you know, I think it's been over 30 years of impact, actually close to 40. Okay. And uh, the Sunset Park, Brooklyn area, just have a strong relationship with the founders, the Matera family. Um, I've also, uh, so I do, I do a uh, David Tyree Charity Bowl annually. Um, We've kind of kept that going to raise support in them. Um, like I said, I've always, I, you know, I wasn't, you, you you remember where I was in college. I think everybody has their evolution as young men, but um, <laughs> I, think the faith, I, didn't, I didn't really grow up in the faith. So I kind of got enraptured when I encountered Christ and my faith and it was in 2004. So I've always had a strong commitment to, um, I guess, the underground ministry, man. I really like belly to belly life. Some people call it mentoring. I call it discipleship. Um, I, that's kind of where my life, the, 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 the iron crux of my life is day to day. 
aside from, you know, just building forward in relation to being, you know, dutiful in work and, and um, being intentional about um, how, we're, how, we're, how we're leading our children, having seven and being, you know, these, are, these don't look like sacrifices when you're a professional athlete, right? It's like, right. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm, in, I'm living in New Jersey, raising seven kids. Well, listen, the man behind the camera has got five, so I feel your pain. I think he feels your pain a little bit. Yeah, you're catching dirty diapers. You know? I've never been a millionaire. It's been, I've, I've had success, but I've, I've taken losses. I've, I've taken, you know, I've taken risks that haven't worked out, worked out, um, hasn't been malicious. No one knows what they know. There's always a learning process, even on the investment side, financial, financial, yeah. uh, financial education side. And, and my generation really was not, when you're first generation in the inheritance of right. opportunity to create wealth, you really don't know how to manage that properly, right? I said the most important document is a budget. And um, it's so important. Yeah. That. <laughs> so we talk about budgeting 101. That was our first episode, man. <laughs> we got we're we're 53 episodes in, and fourth episode of your coach your money, and it's like that's our number one thing is budgeting. Don't outlive what you're making. Yeah, it's it's the most practical side that I, I really feel like gets ignored because there's so much information, opportunity, resources, and if you just don't, if you just focus on living within your means. You'll 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 run into every opportunity that money can give you or money can magnify. Now, so yeah, it's it's just been the evolution as an individual husband leader. Now when you trans- when you transitioned out from you know professional sports, did you you know did you start developing a plan of what you wanted to do and the business structure that you wanted after, or did that come later on after some thought? Yeah, that came later. You know, like I think that I was so enraptured with. The, the the idea of knowing that God had an eternal purpose for my life, all of my time spent outside of football as an athlete, those six years um, after I got, you know, after I came to faith, I was just tied into the word, the scriptures, but, you know, um, how to use this platform to glorify God. So I don't feel like it was a bad investment, but I was not intentional about how to, um, you know, when you talk about a man, the, the innate desires to provide for his family, find, some, you know, that, that security I was not intentional about, okay, Dave, what are you good at that's going, because I was never the guy that was going to hit the ministry circuit either. I was never the guy that was going to go hit the church well, circuit. You say, you say, that, you say, that, you say now. that now, but you never know yeah. what the Lord has planned for you. So. Well, you know what? I, 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 I feel like I'm engaged with it on a real granular level. Like, like you know, this is just my kind of, since I wasn't raised with these ideas and paradigms, I was looking for something authentic, refreshing, and not trying to. There's nothing wrong with it. I wasn't just trying to put up a, a brand behind my ministry life, and it was like, man, I'm just me. Jesus, is <laughs> you got to accept yeah, yeah. me for me. And that, you know, as clients come in, sometimes I, I don't wear a suit and tie, man. I, I most of the times I wear my shorts. You know, like I get made fun of all the time, and it's like clients come in and I got my shorts on my t-shirt, and we're chatting away, and and you know, like my 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 coworkers here, <laughs> like we find that can like, fit you. They're like, dude, like where's your stuff? I'm like, I'm oh, listen, man, I'm me. You, you get me. That's what you get. You know, like that's all I am. Um, so for some listeners out there, David, I got a good question. Uh, what's mo- what's one money related mistake you made uh, as a young athlete? So as as kids and, and as young adults listen to this that are transitioning NIL, they're getting their first contract. What's one money mistake you made that you wish that you had more information or you knew more about? Yeah, I think the biggest mistake that I made was just b- blind trust. Right? I mean, like everybody has to earn their right to work alongside of substantial business brand or client. 
And, um, you know, even when someone can come alongside of you as a, as a trusted certified financial planner, there, there, there's questions that you have to ask to vet that out. So that was one of the biggest things that I did with my players, gave them a list of questions and relative answers to expect to prove a certain measure of credibility. Right. Where, you know, because you'll never know. I think my biggest mistakes were just the, once I felt settled with my advisor, he was empowered to also make other decisions outside of the market, Series 6, Series 7 uh, products and opportunities that, you know, on a business level where maybe he was an okay advisor, but he wasn't a great business person. Ah. And I think those were the kind of decisions that I made where, you know, where those were losses. And they weren't malicious losses. They were right. just losses. Right, it just happened. Right. And, um, and so, you know, I think I had to separate, number one, that, you know what, One's intent versus one's actions are two separate realities. I think that's true, right? And so yeah. no one's trying to lose, but you never want to position someone in a way where there's a substantial amount of their wealth, especially as an athlete. Right. That you know, they, they, you know, you got you got a, a short window to maximize this. Well, this you're not this earning kind of, forever. You know, you're not earning yeah. forever. And that's that's the way it works. And I think those were the the due diligence lessons were the biggest and hardest lessons for me. Okay. And uh, you know the, the the dotting of the eyes, the read every contract. Um, don't just you know um, don't just kind of take it on a whim. Don't you know don't just sign the contract because it's a good faith and everybody's look for the release statements. Look for <laughs> well, as an entrepreneur, like there's every opportunity for someone to gain an advantage in the marketplace. There's a competitive side and some people are just doing things at your expense, right. even if they're not trying to harm you. Well, you know, one thing I've, I've found as I've talked to different athletes and, and I've, I've actually found a great connection with MMA fighters, right? And a lot of times their, their agent and the CPA and the advisor, they're all the same person. Right. Yep. And, and and this is, again, breaking up the people that you work with, letting them be separate. Yeah. Right. So they're all not in the same room and they actually should work in a series of checks and balances yeah, exactly. where your agent should not be your advisor, should not be your tax person. Well, you we, know, and we do that to an extent in our own practice. Yeah. I mean, we have specialties of our own that we all work on. But right. We, we get together as a think tank. You know, and, and pool good ideas together because that gets you the best. We, best but we outsource any tax planning. We outsource, right? We don't do any tax planning in house for the purpose of saying, "Hey, listen, client X Y Z, you know, you have a hundred million dollars, right? We're going to make sure the tax side is taken care of, and then we're going to find a way to make sure it's done correctly so that you get a great situation for yourself." You know? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's vital, and I think, like I said, from a checks and balances side it, it, it couldn't be more helpful more useful and at the end the biggest thing i think that athlete, you have to be invested in learning along the way you have to be invested in oh, and, yeah. and commanding your 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 team to to educate you along the way this is not this is not information that you you don't have to be an expert but you need to be able to hold your team accountable and understand that they're actually working for you um you know so the the, the client that side of it is that's really challenging for the 20-year-old to 22, 23-year-old. Tremendously. And even managing some of these relationships with their family members yep. as trust advisors, right? And I think, you know, if you're if that's actually your job and your role, but everything boils down to trust and actually really, um, you know, gaining insight, education. I'm a high accountability guy, so when I looked at my losses, I internalized it. Like, man, I allowed that to happen. Right. It was my fault, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, so now... 
not going to do business with that person any, any, any further. Right. But I permitted that virtue of not asking the next layer of questions. Right. And I think that's that's kind of the mindset that I, I felt like has allowed me to mature, kind of keep my heart right as well. But at the same time, continue continue mm-hmm. learning. You're kind of circling around this financial literacy piece that's been a big, big push of ours. And this is why we do the podcast. I mean, listen, this actually, this whole thing started, I watched a friend of mine do a podcast on his phone. And then I, I this is why I love Mark so much is that he's like an idea guy. So I'm like, dude, we got to do a podcast. And this room that we're in was like just basically a storage room. You know what I mean? So I came in one day and all of a sudden, I mean, you should see the setup. There's cameras. There's a mixing board. There's a job. I'm like, what, what happened? Like overnight, I'm like, dude. He's I like, go a little overboard on his <laughs> idea. Like, what did that? But you know what? For, for all the right reasons, we have created a method where we can deliver timely content and it doesn't cost anything. And it challenges the ideologies that people have. And it, and it's good because yeah. you should be challenged. And I love when a client calls me and says, hey, why aren't we doing this, right? And then I can explain to them, hey, yeah. this is why. This is the reason why we didn't make that choice. Well, and it's really eye-opening, you know, when you visit a Syracuse like I did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It is how there is such a lack of financial literacy in school. Literacy is huge. You know, and it starts in, ele- like, my, I mean, elementary my youngest school. is elementary school. My right. youngest is second grader. You know, and, 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 you know, they don't touch on any topics really when it comes to financial literacy and, nope. and how and, to build a budget, how to make sure you're on par. I mean, like, again, David, me and Mark are both fiduciaries. So we have our series seven, we have our series 65 and 66. And it's like, usually, usually the revolution of the first conversation with a client is how to build a budget. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's so necessary but but the reality is most aren't really locked in and, and, and like locked into it. and the reality is life changes right like right. so we like for me i probably every two or three years am going to kind of revisit it because A financial checkup uh, right and it's yeah. more just the is this actually am i actually keeping this because i know i'm i'm in line but there's times where i'm often out of line. i'm not i'm not a nazi in my temperament my budget i just right. know that it has to be revisited often and I need it if I'm going to stay within the within the, the confines of that discipline that actually brings freedom, right? If you want financial freedom, you have to have tremendous discipline, discipline in relation yeah. to setting um, not just goals, but also, you know, parameters around what's, what's really important to your family. Well, and our industry changes so much between, oh, man. you know, different regulations and, and things from the government, you know, it, it, it would be the analogy of, of, you know, running, running a football game and playing the same play every down over and over and over again. <laughs> Obviously, Mark's it, not very well versed in football, you know? David, by the way. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> he did a good analogy. Sometimes like, yeah, I'm giving you a football analogy, Terrell. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I'm just going to go with this one now. All right. I'll just no, but, go with it. No, but, <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> your, financial, your financial plan needs to change. Pivot, you right? Know, you as you get pivot. older, as you acquire more assets, you know, and as the government changes regulations, tax regulations and tax and, laws and, yeah. and stuff like that, you, know, you, can't, you can't put it on autopilot is my point, right? Right. Yeah. You, you have to keep fine-tuning it and customizing it. So, uh, David, I know you're. I know you're tight for time. What's your What's your next big move? Because I want to make sure we market it for you and send it out. You've been a great guest, and I hope people got some uh, good yeah, information. It's, it's, like last few years has been a tremendous you know opportunity for me to finally allow the, the the catch. I'm really trying to get into storytelling phase, but we've been in grind. We're actually laying wet cement in relation to DT3 Enterprises. It's kind of my holding company for all things um, that are connected to you know Catch Camp, Catch the Moment podcast. Healthy, you know, we're, we're actually doing a rebrand on our on our storefront, 
from uh, Clean Juice, which is a franchise, uh, to to help to healthy catch. And um, you know, retail is, is a monster. That's something that's been a, a unique experience. Okay. Um, that I can't say. You know, I don't. You know, as long as it works, it's, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we, but the bills are paid, and you're making some money. Yeah, we're not making any money there, but it's like it's, it's a time consumer. And but I do. I'm excited about getting to the storytelling phase of of where we've been with our family journey, our leadership journey, um, and work, continue to work alongside clients um, to help them achieve their goals from a coaching, executive coaching side, and uh, speaking side. So that's kind of the holding company and some of the subsidiaries that we've created in the last three years. But yeah, it's all a journey. These are all things that have kind of been in me for years, but you know, been 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 just securing, laying, laying a foundation for. Um, my for my posterity, for my generation, for my kids. You know, my oldest son is an airman. Uh, just just became an airman in the air force. Wow, that's and my great. Son Josiah, he just graduated high school, so it's an interesting time of um, you know just transition for the entire Tyree Nation is what we call them. So um, <laughs> so where where can our listeners find your podcast? Yeah, where, where can where they find they... your stuff? Because I want to make sure we you send find it out. out every every platform. Catch the moment podcast. We're on YouTube as well. Um, you know, David Tyree eighty five. You can kind of get. The full makeup of, of what we're doing, you know, the groundwork that we're laying, building a building a team. Everything's one step at a time. It's been me, my wife, and a couple of faithful soldiers behind the scenes helping us navigate this robust. You know, I tell people my life is kind of built like an ocean liner. You know, so <laughs> um, it's not a, not a speedboat. You know, hopefully not the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work great for the business, but um, it's been one brick at a time and. Now we're casting vision in a way where I think a lot more people are starting to see um, there's just a lot more than just this catch, this helmet catch. So I look forward to, you know, just kind of fine-tuning into more storytelling, more content, enjoying the podcast and elevating amazing stories. So, um, you know, just just excited about everything that God's done. Great. Well, we got a That's, couple things for you. As yeah. A thank we you wanted before to say thanks we, uh, for coming wrap on. out the episode here. Yeah. Uh, so first and, first and foremost... Uh, we have uh, a little something uh, pretty cool, that actually. Matt's going to uh, send down gonna, to you. We're going to mail, we're gonna mail and, it to uh, you. So it's this beautiful little there's some, some your to- coach, your, your money coach. coin. Yeah, a little nice. token for, okay, for appreciation. So it's pretty cool. And then ultimately, uh, I, I think we've decided on uh, children of the city uh, should yeah. need a little bit of a benefit. So Matt and I went, and we got we got a little bit of a uh, Happy Gilmore check here for you that we're going to make out to Children oh, wow. of the City for a thousand dollars to kind of help your uh, Man, organization huge. out. That <laughs> is so uh, huge. We uh, we want to make sure that you know that we love you and we thank you so much for for coming on our episode wow. uh, today. Super generous. And Super generous. You're gonna get you're gonna get um a, a portable phone charger and a nice like uh, a nice billfold little billfold for your for your notes and stuff like that. So. So we'll be sending Man, them down tremendous. I can't wait to, I'll, I'll make sure we, uh, you know, hopefully at some point we'll get the path of intersection, use our platform to keep elevating all the work that you're doing. Generosity goes before you, but that's the Maddie T I know. Bulldozing people on the line. <laughs> Helping them up and then doing it again. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> so. Hey, man, I uh, just wanted to say thanks for everything. Mark's going to cut a little outro here. Uh, again, thank you for joining Your Coach, Your Money, where we strive to help young professionals make great decisions. Mark's going to give you some contact info for the wrap on the episode. Yep, and as always, you can find us at yourtimeyourmoney.net for your net worth, 43 British American Boulevard, Latham, New York, 12110. Or you can reach us at 844-444-YTYM. 
like and subscribe. We always appreciate that. Share as much as possible. And once again, we want to thank David for being on our episode today and uh, wish you the best, David. Zero coach. Your money. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Adam Jones, Matthew Trillo, Mark Esley, Financial Advisors, 43 British American Boulevard, First Floor, Latham, New York, 12110, 518-724-5004. Cetera Investors is a marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Cetera Investment Advisors, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Special thanks, Chris Conlin, owner and craftsman, Skulls and Sawdust, 518-852-3673, skullsandsawdust at gmail.com. Special thanks to Bobby Chase and Jeff Carlson of Next Evolution Media, 518-879-1779, bobbychase84 at gmail.com. And last but not least, a very special thanks to our families for sacrificing many hours to let us see the vision through its reality. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Satara Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, or attorney for details related to your specific goals, risks, and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situation or experiences. The SE Group operates under Satara Investors and is responsible for the production of the show. All views and opinions expressed are solely that of the Esley Group. You should always obtain a prospectus when available prior to investing to know your risk, costs, and fees associated with the investment. The advice and strategies presented today are general in nature and should not be used in your planning until you consult your attorney and CPA for specific situations. David Tyree, davidtyree85.com, Children of the City, and Catch the Moment are independent of the Esley Group and Satara Investment Services. Satara Investors is marketing name for Satara Investment Services, securities and insurance offered through Satara Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC, advisory services offered through Satara Investment Advisors, LLC. Satara is under separate ownership from any other entity name. 43 British American Boulevard, first floor Latham, New York, 12110, phone number 518-724-5004. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fees based on assets, or registered reps who offer only brokerage services and receive transaction-based commissions, or both an independent advisor representative or registered representative who can offer both types of services.